This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Welcome in everybody to the hot and humid version of the Black and Blue Report and greetings from the practice fields on Airline Drive at the New Orleans Saints headquarters. I'm Sean Kelly. Our podcast today presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. ABC Insurance Agency is a better choice for insurance. Look, there have been some hot practices so far, but this, I think, tops it as the uh, Saints return to their morning schedule on Tuesday. Temperatures climbed into the mid-90s, heat indices over 100, and it provided uh, head coach Sean Payton uh, with some adversity in a good way from a coach's standpoint, probably not from a player's standpoint. We'll talk more about that in just a second with John DeShazer. He is uh, stopping by momentarily with his post-practice report. First up, though, I want to preview our guest today. We've got two very good ones for you. First up is one of our new defensive tackles. Not new to the NFL, and certainly has caught the attention of Saints players, coaches, and fans alike. Nick Fairley's first visit on the Black and Blue Report today. As of now, I'm going to be in there both of them. Base and third every down, down, every down. Yeah. So that's what I'm really hoping on coming into the season. I wanted to be an every down player, and now that I get the opportunity to show them guys that, I'm going to show them. And then a guy who's been on our show before. Well, because we love talking to him, and we always learn something, and we'll do that again today with Saints punter Thomas Morstead. We haven't done anything in a regular season game yet, but I definitely am operating you know, with the sense of confidence that I don't feel like I've had for a while. And, you know, I'm not straining to try and compete uh, athletically. I feel like I'm as good as I've ever been. So Nick Fairley and Thomas Morstead. First up, though, John DeShazer from NewOrleansSaints.com wiping his brow. Post-practice report time, my friend. What would you think today? Uh, I thought Overall, in the heat, I think they handled themselves pretty well. Um, a padless practice. We, we thought it was going to be padded uh, according to the original schedule, but padless today, although physical. But uh, I think they held up pretty well. Had some guys, you know, develop some cramping. Uh, that's going to happen when you're out here in the, this, these kind of conditions and guys running around. But overall, I thought it was a pretty balanced practice offensively and defensively with both units making plays. Got to see Kobe Fleener make a big play today. Now, of course, some of that blame is going to go on the defense, but of course you've got to tip your cap to Drew Brees and Kobe for getting it done to start that final two-minute drill. Well, you want to see that chemistry developing. If the defense has a bust, and then that's going to happen, and you end up paying for it. But really nice crossing route for Kobe Fleener, and Drew Brees finds him um, alone in the secondary, and it probably would have been about a 58, 59-yard touchdown pass. Uh, people have been waiting for those guys to kind of develop that kind of chemistry. You know, we go back with Drew Brees. We're talking about tight ends. We're talking about, you know, what happened with Jimmy Graham. We're talking about last season with Benjamin Watson. We know that's a productive position for the Saints. So Kobe, Kobe Fleener has got some big cleats to fill, but when he makes plays like that, it looks like he's ready to fill them. Staying on the offensive side of the football, uh, Coach Payton uh, stays with his idea of keeping Andrews Pete in one spot today. Yeah, and that's always good. I mean, you want that continuity. You've got to be able to develop that continuity. And even though Andrews is, you know, talented enough to go from right guard to left tackle, but, you know, the more familiarity you have with a position, the better chemistry you can develop with the guy next to you. He and Zach Streif need to get that, you know, chemistry together because they've got to pass protect together. They've got to run block together. And each one of those guys have to kind of know what the other one is doing instinctual, instinctively instead of kind of guessing, you know, if I do this, is he going to cover my back? They've got to know. It worked a lot on the run game today again. I mean, we've seen this now be a focus 
quite a bit. Did did they look okay today? And you said no pads, but they still cracked it a little bit with helmets and shoulder pads. Did did the offensive run game look better to you today, whether it be from the linemen or the running backs themselves? Well, I mean, I think it's improving. I think it's, it's still a work in progress. It's still got to get better. Um, again, these guys have to develop that continuity, and the backs have to get a feel for where the holes are developing. You know, they're going to have to probably be patient with this offensive line. And, yeah, you know, there are going to be plays, obviously, where you just stick your foot in the ground and then you head upfield and you get you know, one cut and let's get it moving. But, you know, it, it's really – a chemistry experiment with all these guys trying to find the right mixture together because, you know, you've got a couple of first-time starters on that offensive line. You're going to have Andrews Pete as a first-time full-time right guard. Either Sanio Calamete or Tim Lolito is going to be starting that left guard. And even though both of those guys have played there, they hadn't been really full-time guys there. So, you know, again, it's a, it's a chemistry experiment. And you can do everything you want to do in the offseason to try to develop that chemistry, but it really isn't developed until you get on the field in the game where you've got to get physical with other other people. Let's talk defense for a moment. First of all, personnel-wise, uh, no Donnell Ellerby today. He is away uh, for family reasons, birth of a child. Um, so that's a blessed moment. But I, I think you know that John Jenkins came back yesterday. Michael Maudie was back on the practice field today. Uh, those are welcome additions. Yeah, um, John Jenkins is going to be a critical part of that defensive tackle rotation. If Sheldon Rankins is out for an extended period of time, which appears to be the case with that broken fibula, well, it's now it's Nick Fairley, it's John Jenkins, and it's Tyler Davidson as your primary guys. David Onyemata is going to get some snaps in there probably, and probably Bobby Richardson. But those are your three experienced guys who have been in NFL games and been productive. So getting John Jenkins back on the field is a big plus. And Michael Marty is a critical part not only of, of, of the linebacking core where he's, you know, a backup linebacker and probably going to play some, some snaps in the sub packages, but he's huge on special teams. Who can ever forget the block punt against Atlanta? He's huge on the special teams, so getting both of those guys back is big for the Saints. Uh, last thing, you heard from Coach after practice. I know you listened to a lot of the players speaking at the microphone to the media today. Uh, did any story or quotes stick out? Did you have a favorite today? Well, my favorite was um, when he was talking about fantasy football. He says, I'm not a fantasy fan, but, you know. Uh, Sean Payton was yeah, saying. Sean yeah. Payton, yeah. He says, I'm not a fantasy football fan, but, uh, if you know, if I was, I, I'd pick Mike Thomas. That tells you, one, the regard he has for Mike Thomas, and two, the, the likelihood that Mike Thomas is going to be extremely involved in this offense. If the head coach is telling you, I take this guy for fantasy football, that means we plan to give him the ball. Yeah. So, And that's something that Sean Payton doesn't really delve into all the time. But it was a fun anecdote, and it's one of those where you kind of want to take it serious because, look, if he's saying that, then he's probably got really good, big plans and designs for Mike Thomas. Yeah, he said he'll have an impact early. That's about as telling as Sean Payton ever gets. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't uncover things like that. He doesn't give you stuff like that. And he says, look, if, if I don't play fantasy football, but if I did, I'd take this guy. Yep. So that tells you, that tells me something. Good stuff. Um, get something to eat, cool off, my friend. Yeah, it's time to, um, we're going to go hydrate and not uh, in, the, uh, in, the, in the Louisiana, in the New Orleans hydrate way. We're going to get some water and some food. And, uh, and try not to pass out before the day passes over. <laughs> and we'll listen to our two guests, Nick Fairley in just a moment, then Thomas Morstead. Stay with us. The Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report continues right after this. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game. 
and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. The Pelican schedule has just been released, and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the contender and weekend plans, are your tickets to see NBA All Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, and more. Take in a couple of Pelicans games a month throughout the season for as low as $17 per game. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525 Hoop and score your seats today. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Nick Fairley is a mean and now leaner defensive machine. You look great. I mean, it, and it looks like it's translated on the field to you. I oh, appreciate it. Uh, I got a lot more to slim down a little bit more, but I think I'm there where I need to be. You said before your girlfriend started cooking for you, you had a personal chef. So what did you have to start eating as opposed to what you were eating? Uh, when I, Before I got the personal chef, I was fast food, McDonald's, Taco Bell. Yeah, tell me about it. Now it's... More salmon, baked chicken, pasta, stuff like that, yeah. Nick Fairley is going to see a lot of reps, it looks like, coming up here. You know, when Sheldon Rankins went down, did that conversation with you and the coaching staff change about your role? Uh, of course, you know, I was the next guy behind them, and now I'm the next guy up. And they just told me, you know, I'm going to have to take on a boatload of uh, reps and be ready for it. And I, I told them I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm getting the shape. I'm I'm going to show them that what they brought me in to do is that's what I'm going to do. When will fans see you the most? Is it in the base, first, second down? How would you describe your role to a, to a detail? Uh, as of now, I'm going to be in there both of them, base and third every down, down, every down. Yeah. So that's what I'm really hoping on coming into the season. I wanted to be an every down player, and now that I get the opportunity to show them guys that, I'm going to show them. What do you think most folks don't know about playing defensive tackle in the NFL? Uh, it's a grind each and every day. You got to work on your technique. You can't never get sloppy. The down that you get sloppy, that might be the down they run into your gap and make a big run. Or that's the down you don't get any push on the quarterback and he gets a good throw off into the down, down the uh, field receiver. You just got to each and every play, play the perfect technique and just the fundamentals and go after it. What advantages do you guys have and what advantages do the guys across that line on the offensive side have against you? Uh, our advantage as a D lineman, I would say, we we kind of uh, penetrated more, getting off that ball, and uh, you know the offense line they always got in their back pocket a snap count, you know, what I'm saying yeah. and being able to slow us down and not being able to get off the ball. So we just got to be able to key in, key in on our technique, and like I said, it's, it's technique game, and we got to watch it. When do we get to say um, that you guys are ready for the regular season? And, you know, and I we're about what halfway through the halfway, preseason. Yes, so when do we get to say you're ready? Uh. I would say we'll never be ready, ready, ready for it because, you know, it's it's always a constant grind and constantly uh, getting better thing with the mm-hmm. D-line. But I would say this this game will probably show us if we're ready, ready for the you know, regular season. Is that because Pittsburgh's offense is what it is, or is it the time of year? Uh, I would say both, really, okay. factor in because, you know, Pittsburgh, they all, the offense, they're going to come in, they're going to – they're going to be a good offense. It's going to be a good challenge for us, for us on the defense side of the ball going out here and trying to stop the offense and slow them down. And then time of the year, you know, third preseason game right before the uh, fourth one, I think we're going to get the most of the reps, you know what I'm saying, as the starters. So we're going to go out there and try to, you know, 
put the chemistry together and get on the same page. Nick, over your career, you've you've had people say not so nice things about That's you. Right. You've had people say nice things about you. Um, if you're looking at this being kind of a fresh start or a new place to play, what do you what do you want the conversation to be now? Uh, he's a hard worker. He's gonna give us everything that he got each and every down, each and every day. He comes to work, great teammate. You know, he just and he's able to be coach. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, two more things, real quick. Uh, give me your scouting report on the guys in your position group right now. The ones working around you, who you may be lined up next to uh-huh. as we get closer to the regular season. Uh, with Cam, you know, see why I call him. That's Davidson. Uh, then we got I look. I call him uh, Bali, but uh, all the Bali outside. Uh, we just basically getting the uh, chemistry down as a, the front four, and really just for us to pass rushing, knowing what a guy's going to do when he before he does it, and the run game, knowing how this we're going to play this block or we're going to sh- uh, shed off of this block. We just really got to get down to communication. You know what I'm saying? When we have on the games, knowing we, all we got to do is just look at each other and make the eye contact. Once we get that down, I think, as a defensive line, it's going to come second nature, and we're going to make some noise in this league. Fair enough. Yes, sir. You've played the Mercedes-Benz Superdome before, yes, but you've never played in this uniform, the yes, one sir. that you watched growing up yes, just sir. over there in Alabama. Yeah. What will that be like on Friday? Uh, it's going to give me chills. I, I'm telling you now, I'm going to be – I'm going to have to kind of keep my love ahead, but I know I'm going to have a big time, you know what I'm saying, energy going. Well, it's just a preseason game though, right? Hey, it's, <laughs> it's the first one in that dome, man. When I when I say growing up as a kid, I always dreamed of playing in there and having on that um, black and gold. Now that I got it on, I can't wait. <laughs> I got a tough one for you to end. If I, could, if I told you you could leave one ticket for anybody alive on the planet other than your family and friends, who would you leave that ticket for? Ooh. Other than family and friends. Yeah. Wow, that's a hard one, yeah, bro. No, I told you I had a tough one. Yeah. Uh, Got to be alive. Yeah. yeah. Family and friends. Okay. Uh, wow. My fifth grade teacher, Miss Thompson. Okay. I would leave it for her because growing up as a kid, you know, she helped me out. Even if it was elementary school, I stayed out of school, helped her out with a lot of paperwork. She uh, gave me – her son worked at Chris Cream. She brought me donuts to class. Like, I just – she helped me as basically to become, like, stay humble and know where I come from. She always told me that. Never forget because she seen, you know, the sports side of me when I was growing up. She came some of the park ball games and stuff like that. So she always told me, you're going to make something of yourself. Just always stay humble and know where you come from. I believe for Hey, Miss Thompson, by the way. Yeah, hey, good answer. Good way to end. Nice to see you and uh, great visit. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Nick Fairley with us. Thomas Morstead is next. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans and host your birthday party, corporate event, or a holiday party in a Pelicans luxury suite. No matter who you're entertaining, let the Pelicans take the hassle out of finding a venue and planning world-class entertainment. Luxury suites are available now for the games throughout the Pelican season, giving you great seats to see the biggest stars in the NBA. For more information and to book your luxury suite night, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. 
Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Punt, pass, kick, and dunk. Lob to the rim, alley-oop dunk, Anthony Davis. This is the Black and Blue Report. Well, Thomas Morstead doesn't need any introduction to Saints fans, that's for sure. When was the last time you introduced yourself to anybody, I think? I don't even know how to answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's great being back home in New Orleans, and um, I've already been hit up a few times when we went out to eat the other night so uh, glad to be back speaking of being home I got to see you with your family yesterday how great was that to get back with them here in your own home it's awesome um, especially my oldest boy Maxwell now is he kind of knows what's going on and loves getting out here and kicking the football and being at the football field and um, and then just also get back and seeing my little boy Beckett who is changing daily it feels like it's nice to just be back seeing them on a regular basis. If he's kicking a football now at this age, think back. When did you start kicking a football? I don't think I've ever asked you that question before. Um, I mean, I was kicking a soccer ball till once I could walk. Um, football probably wasn't until closer to maybe 10 years old or so. 10? Yeah. And then you knew? Punt, punt so, pass and kick. Punt pass and kick. I did that for a couple years in my city and, um, and uh, just loved doing it. What other positions did you play in high school? Nothing. Nothing? Just kicked? Yeah, I was the smallest kid going into high school, in my high school. I have a picture to prove it. I was about 5 foot, 90 pounds, first day of high school. So didn't have a lot of other prospects being at a Texas 5A uh, high school. There was a lot of kids and uh, really just couldn't compete. But yet you're so athletic. I've seen you throw a football. I've seen the way that you move around a football field. It's as if you did play other positions back then. Uh, I don't know. I would just say I'm, uh, I don't know if I would say I'm athletic. I'm coordinated. Um, If you see me move side to side, I think you figure out why I don't play other positions. Um, But I've got some good skills that I can do with football, so. Speaking of Texas, tell me all about your homecoming last week when the Saints got to play at Houston in the preseason. It was great. I got to see my uh, parents a few, you know, three nights in a row. And, uh, you know, just being back home is nice because a lot of extended family lives in town. And I was able to see them um, one of the nights. So 
it's always exciting to go back. Some guys find it difficult to go back to their hometown to play a game because they're focused on the job at hand, but yet there are so many family and friend commitments. You seem to really embrace it, Thomas. Well, I've got a great family, and I'm very fortunate that, um, you know, I don't know how to say this in, a, in any other way, but I don't have people constantly hitting me up, expecting things from me. So, um, you know, it, you know, I don't have any issues with that. So um, it's just nice. It's it's just just like going home in the spring. I just get to see people. So after we left New England, Bill Pelichick said that you put on an absolute clinic punting the football that you couldn't have gotten a jugs machine to do it any better what do you uh, how do you react when you hear something like that well it was um i'm not gonna lie i made my day seeing that um you know i just uh, was very humbled to hear that i mean he's widely considered you know one of the top coaches in nfl history and and has had a lot of success and a lot of times it's hard to get him to say much about anything, so it was, it was a very nice compliment to hear. Thomas, am I, making, am I making light of your skills by looking at what you went through injury-wise last season and seeing you healthy now and the way that you're kicking the football this summer? It, it is, does that mean a lot, your health and, and the way that you're able to perform right now? Yeah, obviously um, we haven't done anything in a regular season game yet, but I definitely am operating in a, with a sense of confidence that I don't feel like I've had for a while. And, um, you know, I'm not straining to try and compete uh, athletically. I feel like I'm as good as I've ever been. And it's fun because I, I think coaches can see it, teammates can see it. And it's just nice to not be operating with any without holding back or worrying if you're going to tweak something worse or hurt something worse. I feel like I'm just in a really good place, um, and uh, it's exciting to see what will happen this year. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you, and it's fun watching you get through this too this summer. Um, look, I know that whether you handle kickoff duties again or not, you've done it in the past, and, and certainly a, a big special teams topic this preseason has been this change with regard to the field position after a touchback. You know, teams maybe and are already, including the Saints, toying around with maybe I try and lob one in there at the one, the goal line, whatever, and induce a return. How differently does that make guys like you and Connor and Kai your, your jobs if that's going to be the new trend and, and how the ball is kicked off the tee? Yeah, I, I think it just adds another variable. Um, you know, for pretty much as long as I've been here, they've, they've said, hey, if you can kick that thing through the field goal on the kickoff, we'd be real happy. And so it's been kind of like more like being a long drive guy, you know, just, hey, bring the big stick every time. And, and that was pretty much how you were judged. And now that's maybe not the case. Um, I'm sure just like any time in a the game, there'll be certain times where you don't care about the five-yard difference and you're not willing to take the chance and coach will want a ball out the back. But, um, you know, as many times as we've pinned teams at the 15, 16, 17, 18-yard line, that's 10, 9, 8, 7 yards difference than a touchback. It makes a huge difference. Um, you know, and that, and that may, you know, we'll see how things go. That may, that may not put as much value on kicking the ball out the back of the end zone, but it also may, uh, you know, you may see one kicker kicking a little bit during the season another kicker kicking a different time of the season depending on who's back there and what coach wants that week 
um, you know, I just do what they ask me to do. So. How difficult is it for a kicker, you or anybody else, to uh, to change from the driver to maybe the lob wedge? You know what I mean? The the the, the pinpointing of the ball, whether it be toward the corner at the goal line within the five. Well, I think for a lot of kickers that have struggled to kick deep kickoffs, um, it's actually kind of relaxing. And guys are not straining to try and meet this standard that's kind of a black and white standard of kicking it out the end zone. And now it's, hey, strike a really good ball, nice and high. And, you know, even a ball that's five yards deep. I mean, a returner has to get 30 yards in order to get to a touch, what a touchback would have been. they got to get they get 30 yards, so that's a big difference. And that's, a, that's still a risk that I don't know if a lot of teams are going to take. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. So I think for a lot of guys that maybe weren't as big legs, now I think you're going to see a lot of um, guys that hit really nice kickoffs that are in that zero to five yard deep range and kind of tease teams to bring it out. And, um, you know, it'll, it'll just be, it'll be really fascinating to see how it takes shape. Um, you know, so it's another facet to special teams that everyone's kind of interested to see. Good take. Hey, before I let you go, I know or I've heard that your foundation is up to something special again. Can you get me up to speed on that project right now? Yeah, basically, um, obviously everybody knows about all the flooding that's happened in Baton Rouge area. And, you know, we're just taking donations and um, and uh, whether it be money or school supplies and there's a whole list up online that you can go check out at teamcomeback.org and um, yeah we're just just trying to do a little piece this mass devastation and you know our thought was hey this is something we can do collect and have ready for the kids when they come back to school Um, I'm sure the last thing parents are thinking about right now is making sure their kid has enough pencils or backpacks so we just wanted to do something be kind of like a second wave of assistance once you know everybody reacts so quickly we just thought hey this is something we know is going to be needed and um and you know i don't know how big the effect will be but you know any effect is good effect so we'll see how it goes outstanding i'm glad you're able to share that with us the the website again real quick thomas uh teamcomeback.org perfect i always enjoy visiting with you thanks thanks same here thomas morstead on black and blue report back in a moment When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. 
Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. Our thanks to you, of course, for being with us on this Tuesday, and of course to John DeShazer, Nick Fairley, Thomas Morstead. Had a very enjoyable Black and Blue Report. We've got some Pelicans conversation uh, coming your way later this week. As, uh, as we get closer and closer to Labor Day, boy, that basketball topic will get uh, more and more prominent here on Black and Blue Report. I, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Uh, also can't wait for a visit later this week from New Orleans' own and ESPN's Stan Verrett. That'll be on the Black and Blue Report. I think Thursday Stan will be our guest. We're looking forward to that. And, of course, we've got a football game to talk about finally at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome uh, on Friday night. We'll see you right back here after practice tomorrow. Uh, we'll likely speak with more of the guys coming off the field, and J.D. will give us a Wednesday update, too. Everybody have a great rest of your Tuesday, and we'll see you next time here on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.